Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Uh, segment is up on our website at JiggyJaguar.com if you want to hear from Harvey. Um, we're going to go to AK Patch here in just a few seconds, and uh, AK is uh, back with us today. He is fantastic and uh, just just an amazing, amazing individual. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, you can do so at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. Get a hold of us and uh, find out what's going on over there in the Twitterverse, as, as they call it. And uh, also, our interview with Josh Bernstein uh, from the other day is up on our website at uh, JiggyJaguar.com as well. He is a uh, talk radio host, and uh, we're glad to have him join us each and every week. But we go to the telephones, and we have our fantastic Alan K. Patch with us today. A.K. Patch joins us live here on our big program. And uh, St. Patrick's Day in the United States is the topic today. Patches of history. America loves to celebrate. Our calendars are filled with reasons to buy flowers, candy, gifts, and, of course, beer. With St. Patrick's upon us, some experts predict the average per capita party will be 300 and... Or, well, people are going to spend that much money, but the uh, per capita party <laughs> bill will be $35. Guinness Brewery estimates that 13 million pints of beers will be consumed worldwide, and 45 pounds of vegetable oil will be used to turn the Chicago River green for a day, but there is much more history behind this holiday. Historian Alec K. Patch, he's with us today. He's going to stitch together some patches of history about this celebrated day. America is filled with people of Irish descent. Is Irish the largest ancestry group in America? A.K. Take it off, my friend. All right. Well, first of all, great to be back with you today. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, listen, uh, you know, you would think with so many Irish people in this country that that might be one of the, you know, the biggest, uh, largest percentage of ancestry group in America, but really it's not. It's Germans. Germans really? is the highest group, yes. You think about all the immigrants that came over in the 1700s, 1800s. While we certainly have a lot of Irish, it's the Germans. Absolutely amazing. Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live. A.K. Patch joins us here on our big program to uh, discuss St. Patrick's Day in the United States. And if you want to get more information, check out akpatchauthor.com. How many Irish descendants are in America? <laughs> well, listen to this. There's 34 million Irish in America. That's how many descendants there are. And if you think about it, it's kind of odd because there's only 4 million in Ireland. It's amazing. So, yeah, we've, we've got quite a big group uh, that's grown since the days of the, you know, the 1700s and 1800s. With, with, you know, if you think about it, they had a number of famines over there, a, a large one in the mid-1700s, and then, of course, the Great Potato Famine in the, in the mid-1800s. And so many Irish died during that time period, but a great many of them also emigrated over here. It is Alan K. Patch. He's with us today here on our big program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, Red Nation Rising Radio. We always see St. Patrick depicted in green. What was his original color, Patch? 
Well, Jiggy, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Everything associated with St. Patrick's Day is green, but, you know, the thing is is that St. Patrick is really more wore color blue. And so, you know, he, he wore a lighter shade of blue. It wasn't until the Irish, you know, um, independence movement in the 1800s that green became associated with it. So I guess we should be drinking blue beer. Ha <laughs> ha! It is Alan K. Patch. He joins us today here on our big broadcast. We always see St. Patrick depicted in green. We chatted about that. Was St. Patrick Irish? No, he wasn't. He was Roman. Um, you know, the, the Romans had uh, taken over Britain for about 400 years, and uh, they, they're not quite sure if he was from Wales or Scotland, but he had Roman parents. And so, therefore, he wasn't Irish. Uh, but there's a great story that goes with that, G. Well, tell us, my friend. Tell us. Tell us that story, Alan K. Patch. Tell us a story. Well, what happened is he was kidnapped by Irish pirates. And so they brought him to Ireland and made him a slave. So from about 16 years old to maybe 22, he was a slave on Irish land. And eventually, he escaped, went back to his uh, to the Romanized Britain. But while he was in Ireland, he had you know come to uh, know the people and the land, and also he was sort of Christianized himself, and so he wanted to come back. So eventually, he ended up coming back in 432 A.D. I mean, you think about it, it's a long time ago, and it's and it's 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 uh, a time period where. You know, there was a lot of change in that area. The, the Romans eventually ended up leaving Britain, and they left it wide open for invasion. That's how you have all the Saxons coming in, and, and uh, Roman Britain was eventually conquered. But anyway, St. Patrick, um, he, he was taken, taken and enslaved in Ireland and for a period of time, and then he came back. Absolutely amazing. It's Alan K. Patch who joins us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, Tune in iTunes. Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course our brand new Jiggy Jaguar at. What other facts do we know about his life? Well, first of all, you know, it's kind of strange to think that even as far back as then, the records are so good that they even know his real name. His real name was Maitland Suckat. Kind of strange to think that they, they would have that kind of a record, but it was changed to Patrick after he became a priest. And so when he when he went back to Ireland, um, there was already Christianity was already there as a, as a thing. But but he was the kind of um, priest that went out into the the distant areas of the island, you know, where it wasn't so populated, where it wasn't in the cities, but uh, sort of in the outskirts, and that's where he did most of his. Uh, conversion to Christianity. Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border. Tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Red Nation Rising Radio today here in our program. St. Patrick's Day. Have a happy and safe St. Patrick's Day coming up. And uh, we've got the fabulous Alan K. Patch with us today. Um, uh, th- there were a few stakes in Ireland. Did St. Patrick drive the stakes out? <laughs> You know that's funny. That's that's the that's the great legend that he drove the stakes out of Ireland, but he really didn't drive any snakes out of there. It was really the pagan religion. Um, oh, uh, really? And you think about all all the pagan religions were around that time before Christianity, and many of them were represented by the snake, uh, which was kind of a fertility symbol. 
so when they say that he drove the snakes out of Ireland, what he was really doing was driving the pagan religion out of the island, and it didn't actually take very long. He was very successful. Absolutely amazing. The fantastic Alan K. Patch is with us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border. Tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, Stitcher. And um, is St. Patrick's Day a big drinking day in Ireland? You know, it didn't used to be. Um, you know, before, it was really a sort of a religious holiday. It had nothing to do with drinking, and the only drinking they allowed on that day in Ireland was at the National Dog Show, Diggy. So can you imagine how many of the people of Ireland must have gone to that dog show just to take a drink on St. Patrick's Day? That's absolutely But it didn't amazing. really become a holiday until 1970 when, uh, you know, it, it all broke loose and uh, now they have uh, quite a bit of beer, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Alan K. Patch with us today, wrapping it <laughs> up with us here on our big program. Is the shamrock the national symbol of Ireland, Alan K. Patch? Well, no, it, it isn't the shamrock. It's it's the harp. The harp is the legendary symbol of Ireland, and the shamrock is really more of a representation of uh, the Holy Trinity. You know, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yes, indeed. As, as we were talking about earlier, St. Patrick's Day was really a religious holiday more than it was a uh, drinking party day. <laughs> It's Alan K. Patch. He's with us today here in our big program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border. Tune in. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, Stitcher. And uh, Alan K. Patch talking with us today about St. Patrick's Day. And if you want to get more information, check out akpatchauthor.com. And uh, give us some more St. Patrick's Day facts there, my friend. Give us up more facts. I'm all ears, my friend. Well, you know something? I, I want to know what's going to be on your St. Patrick's Day plate tomorrow. Is there going to be corned beef on it, Jiggy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well give us a history of that. Well, you know, uh, corned beef, is, there's no corn in corned beef. What it means is it's salted. And they used to have these big kernels of salt that looked like corn kernels. And that's how they would salt the beef. And that's where the corned beef comes from. Kind of amazing thing to think about, but that's, that's how this stuff all develops. But, you know, uh, when you really think about when you think about the history of Ireland and how many people have come over here, it does go back to those early days of, of emigration because Ireland uh, has has a rather tough history, as we know, and uh, they they lost a lot of people in the famines and they emigrated to America. and And when you think about the different kinds of music, as if, for example, a lot of uh, you know a lot of our music can come from them. Um, as uh, you know, as we know from the Civil War, even because they would play these tunes, there were a lot of Irish that were in both sides of the Civil War. It's kind of strange to think, you know, uh, you go to the Civil War and you realize that so many people had families on both sides. But uh, here we are. We have St. Patrick's Day. It's coming up tomorrow. Uh, I have Irish ancestry uh, in my family, and and uh, I have a, a great aunt who lives in Donegal, in the northern part of Ireland. Oh, I've been over there a couple times. It's it's a great place to visit. Certainly encourage people going over there. It is the fantastic AK Patch. Now, uh, what have you been up to recently with your books and everything? Well, you know, I'm 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 completing the third book um, and uh, getting that ready. Certainly, uh, there's there's always research and there's more of that that goes into it. But for me, this is intriguing to write. It's great to come up with a entertaining story for my, my readers. I can take them to a different time and place, Jiggy, and, uh, and, and 
bring them to a, a level of adventure where they might not know the place and stuff they're going to, but that's the fun for a historical fiction author. I take them to a time and place they might not know about and then get them involved in a roller coaster ride. Fantastic, fantastic. A.K. Patch with us today and uh, akpatchauthor.com is the official website. And uh, have yourself a happy St. Patrick's Day, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Patch. All right, Jiggy. Thanks so much. Talk to you then. Appreciate it. Alan K. Patch with us today. And uh, that is that. Mm-hmm.